Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's me, Ben. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgia. We're recording. We're recording. That's what we should start every episode. Yeah, we're recording. And we're recording. We're recording. This is so funny. Let's do it. Just say get ready. Get start. ready. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, listeners. Sillies. <laughs> Was that good? Is that what our fa- that's what our fan base will be called from now the on? Sillies? Silly sillies. Did you know that we have people that listen in like like Ukraine? We have no. one listener from India. That might be Lucas. <laughs> Lucas. I hope. I yeah. think so. It might be Lucas. Yeah, we have one listener in Korea. That we would have... be the first sign that he's alive. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, where is Lucas? Honestly, I have to be honest. I think not India. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's not... still moving around. And I know not... he was, like, in Germany and in turkey am i yeah, making that up or those he, different trips? Yeah, he was he was i think he's in germany right now anyways i've um interrupted your introduction and also given no, false information that. about somebody that whoever listens to this podcast doesn't know his last know. name is king lucas king you don't it's know dramatic him. restructuring of our podcast in that we're now a true crime podcast called yeah. finding lucas and every episode, we're going to bring on one of Lucas's friends, and we're going to ask them, where is Lucas? <laughs> you know how insecure has us That would be productive. <laughs> Honestly, we In a way that so far, the podcast has not been for me yet, in terms of Lucas. Yes. Absolutely. In terms of oh, finding right. Lucas, we've mm. done zero of the work. We, honestly, today. our silence has been shocking. Yeah. Maybe that's why he hasn't returned. He's like, no one's asking. Like, no one's me. asking for me. Nobody's calling me. Maybe it's that. But you know, let's get into it. We have a very, 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 dream guest. Dream guest. Truly, I say this. I say this about a. It's a very select handful of guests where I say you, you were in the genesis. You were in the list, the beginning, the original tablet, the first by God themselves. Yeah, said Celeste on it. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. And also, I want to. I want I want to introduce you the way everyone else introduces you when you do stand up in Toronto. <laughs> okay, this person it. did a whole set of just crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I talk about Celeste, it doesn't matter who I'm talking to, they'll be like, "Did you know that they did a whole set that was just crowd work?" I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> I've been one. Of, I've fully been one of those people. <laughs> I have to say that that is a legend that is not <laughs> flattering <laughs> in any way. Oh my! I beg, I, I I disagree. Yeah. I find that it's like this person did not do the 
possibly ask them to. No. no. You knew your set. And also has no other notable credits to help you understand. I have another credit for the, you. The level of talent they have. I have another credit for you. In 2018, yeah. was it 2018? I think so. We wrote a play together <gasps> that won an award presented by Jill Carter. And it was titled, I Can't Trust Anyone, Everyone Hurts Me. It was very, honestly, very of its time. I'm, yeah. I'm shocked that it wasn't picked up for um, yeah. a TV series. But um, some might say it's canon. There's still time. <laughs> but um, I love this person very much. They're a great stand-up comedian, a great sketch comedian, also a playwright. Um, make sure that you check out their work, check out their website. Please welcome to the podcast, Celeste. Yeah. Gorgeous. Really beautiful. I love it. What's going on? How are you today? I'm okay. I'm very, very like cannot stop sweating. Oh, yeah. I feel that. I know that that's not original these days, (laughs) but I have to say it's my predominant experience of today. Mm, Just like sweating. Mine is having, I have two mosquito bites, one Mm. of them in between my fingers, and the other one in between my toes. Okay, how the fuck? (laughs) They're they're targeting you on purpose in those places. (laughs) They are. Those are like the two places that like you like warn people about like not getting, you know, you're like, don't don't put on this bug spray so that they don't bite you in those specific places. And what sucks is like when I walk, your toes naturally, and if your toes don't do this, I'd yeah. love to hear, but your toes sometimes move together. Yeah. And so then like, you know how you forget about mosquito bite and then yeah. like you, your finger brushes up against it mm. and then it's like, I'm itchy. Remember I'm itchy. All the and time. it's like, I wasn't even thinking about it. And now it's like, I'm reminded all the time when I wiggle my toes. Stop wiggling your toes. I can't. I'm so What's your discomfort of today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to Don't have one. Even get me started. So, like I said, I had to. I I walked to see a friend today at a park, and then I had to walk back because there's no fucking way in hell and shit that I'm taking TTC right now. And so, um, in walking, when I got there, I had a bead of sweat that was dripping right down into my boobies. And he mentioned that looks glamorous, and I said it looks disgusting. And then I I ran home because I didn't want to be late, and I'm a naturally slow walker. So I ran home and my discomfort of today is that I'm extremely sweaty. Like literally my shirt is drenched. I was, I was touching my shirt on my way back and I was like, this is disgusting. And I hope nobody touches me so that they don't think I'm soaked. Well, you did steal Celeste's, but that's okay. (laughs) I did. I'm oddly similar. Oddly similar. Maybe I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm a sweaty person sometimes. Mm -hmm. But the bulk of it is never my armpits. It's like my mm, tummy yeah. and my um my leg pits. What? Wait, can't, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I find that so cute. It is really? cute. Thank yes. you. It is. But you know what? What I don't like is because like armpit sweat, like especially if you're on stage, you can't really see it unless you lift yeah. up your arms. But if I'm wearing like a light gray shirt on stage, especially if I've been doing <laughs> improv and I've been mm-hmm. moving around a bunch, mm-hmm. my tummy gets so damp, and then I have like a circle of sweat on my. But tummy. but see, yeah. that's just that that is such a specific uh, region that I don't know that if I saw somebody with a wet circle on their shirt, yeah. uh, my first. <laughs> Guess would be, oh, they're sweating. I would be like, something interesting is happening here. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this space. Watch, <laughs> Watch this space. space. 
Celeste, I just realized that your fucking recording name on the Zencaster is Celeste Amukwondo. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I I just said put in my birth name. Oh, shit. That's true. We're all, we're all wearing different names today because I'm Aiden O'Loughlin. You're Aiden. I'm, I think I'm still ABBA. Celeste is Celeste in quotation in quotations. Marks. Yeah. When, I, when quarantine first started, I put my name as that. Mm-hmm. As a kind of fun, sort of something that we could all good, kind yeah. of laugh about on the Zoom together. Just together, yeah. And now, I don't know if it's part of my computer or part of the Zoom platform, but mm-hmm. that is the default. That it goes to every time. Yeah. That it goes to, and I can't, there's no possible way for me to change it. And I've mm-hmm. hired out many scientists <laughs> yes. and, and psychiatrists across the country to sort of take a look. Mental health it. experts are oh, that's like, the issue. Yeah, they're, they're meeting their summits globally. To mm-hmm. what well, okay, the summit should probably address me as well because my Zoom name, oh, I yeah, Abba knows this, yeah, is M A Ma Ma, then Sosa, which is one of my two last names, oddly Centeno, which is yeah. my middle name that yeah. I never throw out there, yeah. So it's Ma Sosa Centeno Wright. Who, like, and who is Ma? Like, what the wow. fuck? Oh my god, it's Octavia Spencer. <laughs> <gasps> it's Octavia Spencer and Ma. She's trying to promote Ma still. Okay, I haven't seen that movie, but I'll never see it because it's a bit too scary. But there's a part in it <laughs> where she like runs over someone with her car in the trailer, and it's the most disturbing thing I've seen in a movie trailer. And I'm like, they shouldn't be able to put this. They in. shouldn't be allowed to put it in. I agree. I think thrillers and horror should not be allowed to advertise on cable. Because I remember being like four years old watching TLC, and all of a sudden, like a fucking commercial for The Ring would come on. The trailer for The Ring would come. No. And I was but like, this, this is, is it's, I think the trailer actually gave you a, a cultural reference point that you otherwise mm. said that you would have not had. Oh. And you are actually you have actually no plans to get more of. You know what? Refusing to watch Ma. You're right. <laughs> You're right. In a way, right. the trailer's abusing us is a lesson. Yeah. It is. And Ma, Ma is Ma is kind of the horror it's movie. It's a tra- mm. It's definitely the trailer. <laughs> Of a yeah. horror movie of our time. Yeah. <laughs> That's our important horror trailer. There are movies that I have like full relationships with mm. where I have opinions about them, about like performances, cinematography, music. Yeah. And I've literally never seen that movie. But it's <laughs> like, you cannot what? tell me that I haven't seen like, I don't know, Titanic. Because yeah, I've seen it. You know, like it's out yeah, there. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. I've caught right. enough glimpses that the spark yeah. notes are there. It's just that type of class. Who are you to tell me Mm -hmm. that not seeing a movie doesn't give me full license to know every single thing about that movie that is up for uh, subjective debate? Yeah, I agree. You don't have to watch the movie to know what it's about. It's a general feeling. You also don't have to watch a movie to know if it's good or bad. And I think it actually is decolonial practice to Thank not you. watch the movie but act like you know what it's about. <laughs> I think that's what Done. it is. This is all part of the summit. <laughs> okay, is what we- they're discussing in the summit. And if you if you enjoyed this preview of what mm-hmm. you just heard, then you're going to absolutely love the summit. But mm-hmm. feel no pressure at all to attend the summit, to read more about the summit, yeah. to start your own summit that's not related to the summit yep. actually none of those actions mm-hmm. i'd be so upset and heartbroken if as a result of this people yeah. created their own summits i'd be so well they'd I'd be, be stealing our idea and we'd be liable to sue 
for the ride. Liable to sue. Yeah. And we have the Sonar Network lawyers who we have on retainer. Michael's children, the, yes. Yeah, the Nostalgic lawyers, and they actually they children, have yeah. live in the office attached to Nostalgic <laughs> Studios. Yeah. And yeah, they're ready. To... Wait, I'm sorry. So you have two, you have two distinct legal teams between the Sonar Network and the Nostalgic Podcast. Yes, and yeah. they actually have like a liaison that like reports mm-hmm. the two parties. So yes. staff of about twenty eight. Yeah, we're actually a really big enterprise, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we make millions of dollars per episode. We're both millionaires. Eat us. Oh Eat my god, it's just kind of like Friends, the TV show. <laughs> oh, it's like Friends, it's exactly like Friends, just in terms of how much people get paid. Exactly. And not doing like, a great I'm job, but getting paid a lot. Yeah. I don't even know. The and that's the other thing I was thinking of. I well, that was my entry point in. And then you said the million dollar thing. And I thought, well, it's all here. <laughs> You're like, they don't do their job well. And then they get paid a lot, friends. That's how you yeah. do protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm actually not a Phoebe. I'm, <laughs> um, oh my God, what's and her thank name? thank you for saying that. Yeah, no, we were all woman, Like. <laughs> that woman. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, has like big others. hair and leopard she's not like for the main Janice Uh-oh. oh she's funny I'm Janice I've never watched the show but every time I see a clip of, a clip of her she's pretty funny I find that Abba and I both do not have a natural mm. um, comparison character to draw from. yeah and so maybe in this analogy it's that you're like Janice and then that way this is like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And nothing else. And the million. And the million dollars. And that's the comparison. Um, Speaking of comparisons, this pop icon that we're talking about has been compared to many divas. Which Mm. ones? I can't think. But all I know is that her career is comparable to those of the divas that came before her. And we. Cindy Lauper. Madonna. (laughs) Why was Cindy Lauper the first? She's like this is not part of Can't my life. Right. <laughs> In a way, right. kind of, but like also no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, I would say that this, this, if I could, yeah. that this pop star mm-hmm. is nowhere close mm-hmm. to anybody that would be at the tip of the tongue in terms of influence <laughs> on <Yes>. culture. Really <laughs> interesting. Okay, okay, we'll talk about that. I want. Yeah, I mean, she. Oh, we're talking about Carly Rae Jepsen, first of all. Yeah, we were really edging the audience for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> we love to bait them. I thought we love maybe to, like, it was, yeah. them a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't really think. I guess she's so irreverent and original that there's really no one else like her. She's never done Hogwarts. So generous as a reading <laughs> of what I have said. <laughs> well, I will say, I feel like there are two, like, I picture, like, a beef. There's, like, two different Carlys in my head. There's the Canadian Idol era Carly that bleeds into Call Me Maybe. And then mm-hmm. after Call Me Maybe, I think the Runaway With Me era is the Carly we know today. Mm-hmm. And I think those are different women. Mm, okay. Two different okay. people. Okay. I, right. uh, uh, Celeste, do you, do you agree? Do you like strongly disagree? What are your thoughts? What, let's just talk about, let's talk about this in general. What are your general thoughts about Carly Rae Jepsen and why are those your general thoughts? Because I think everyone has very specific um, reasons as to why they hate or as to why they absolutely love Carly Rae Jepsen. In general, I will say that I think that she is an anomaly Mm -hmm. for sure. 
in that she embodies something so deeply asexual and um childish mm-hmm. <laughs> and embarrassing in a way that I find very interesting and that I want to bully. (laughs) I think that she is amazingly not hot or sexy or cute or charming or tasteful in any way. And yet, I would kill and die for her at any opportunity. There need not be violence for me to feel that she needs my protection and that I would give it to her for no no compensation, no virtue. I, I can't explain it. I, I've never felt like this about anybody in my life. So look, you've, you've, truly, you've truly summarized like the queer community's relationship with Carly, which is, it's so... Those words are beautiful because there is when you put it on paper, and we are putting it on paper. We're yeah, writing I'm it writing down. it right now. I'm We're putting it right now. Cool thing. Yes, but this dissertation. Thumbs are flying. There's but. nothing boldly unique about anything. You know, she yeah. does. She's not like I'm not like we're not gagged by her looks on the red carpet. Yeah. They're yeah. not bad. I'm not saying yeah. that. As a like, her music is fun, but it's not like earth-shattering. Yes. Like. <laughs> anything mm-hmm. but like no said, she mm-hmm. is one of my dearest friends there's, and she will be in my wedding party i mm-hmm. i want to say though there's something very like um you're right there's something asexual but also like very little sister about her even though that she's mm. all older than she's older than all of us i think that it's i don't know and you're right there is a joy it's kind of like and that's why i think she's such an interesting pop icon that's why i think I'm, I'm like trying to figure out what our like understanding of her will be like like a decade from now because I genuinely I genuinely do want her to be a pop icon that we kind of continue to talk about and continue to like support because she does pop in such like a joyful nothing whatever way I think a lot of people do pop very seriously but she genuinely does not give a fuck oh yeah that's so true like I don't know. It's not like her songs are like vapid and like shallow, or maybe they are. But it's like I think about a song like "Party for One," mm-hmm. which is like, if if that wasn't a Carly Rae Jepsen song, and I just heard it, I might be yeah. like, oh, like this is kind of like annoying. But yeah. because it's Carly, I know that she created that song just so like Twinks can dance to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, well, that's what mm-hmm. I have. I I have big questions about that. Is mm-hmm. like. I, I would love to know mm. in depth what her artistic intentions are. Yeah. Because there was this tweet that I think about all the time mm. that was like, um, Carly Rae Jepsen has never had sex before. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, there's something so true to what yeah. that tweet was sort of trying to get at. Yeah. Which is that, that Carly Rae Jepsen is a virgin. And... Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She writes about an idea of other ideas <laughs> yeah. of love. Yeah. And it's like all she can conceptualize is that 
in terms of uh, what romance looks like yeah and intimacy is like that um, that you would be in your bedroom yeah and that a man would be outside of that bedroom yeah and and they would be wanting to come in, in <laughs> <through the window. laughs> you know and that's all that she has yeah. and, and and if that were your only example of yeah. love and you had a, a musical career sort of affinity yeah it, then this is how your music went down. Oh, I love that you're saying this. I love that you're saying this because I think it's it's also like she's very safe in that. I think her understanding of what love is allows her to be safe because she's like this very Canadian understanding of like a pop star. She's yeah. fun. She makes music that's catchy, but she's not sexy. And she shops at H&M. And you're definitely going to find her walking around a giant tiger. I think that's kind of why I like Carly Rae Jepsen. People always compare Taylor Swift to um, Carly Rae in that they're both just white girls that make fun pop music that's very much about extremely romantic love. But the reason I like Carly Rae over Taylor, not to compare two women, but I think it's because like Carly Rae kind of Carly, just, she Carly, presents, Carly Rae Jepsen and Taylor Swift are not women. <laughs> <laughs> I just in the way it. that we understand. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> I just don't find that, that I find that woman is a very encompassing term. Okay, okay. And I just don't agree. Okay. With the fact that Carly and Taylor yeah. would would be able to sort of fit into any gender assignment mm. that the people we know and love mm -hmm, mm -hmm. use. Okay, yeah. okay, 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 fair. <laughs> I, I mean, that's we're beginning a campaign. Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Jepsen are... I'm going to bring this there. to the summit and see no, what happens. Their ideas, their ideas, they... I feel like... <laughs> Car you're, There's you're just something, I just heard that and I just didn't like it. You know, you know what, what? Sons, I saw it, I saw it in your eyes. Something yeah. really clicked in. There but were I, years Now that you're saying that, it, it wasn't accurate, that's all. Now that you're saying that, it reminds me of this book that I read in Women, Gender Studies a long time ago. And basically, the person that wrote the book, I can't remember her name for some reason, they were talking about how Pee Wee Herman was a really big queer icon for them. And yes, I was, yes, and right. I, was I, I, I know this. You right. remember the book, right? And, and they were like, and I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And they're like, Pee Wee Herman is queer. Pee Wee Herman does not have a gender. Pee Wee Herman is asexual. And yeah. right. I think like that's very much, and there was like it was like yeah. about like um obsessions, obsessions and, like pop yes. icons, how you see queerness, and not just in people that are like obviously queer who say that they're queer, but like in people who embody a concept of queerness as opposed to just expressing that they're queer. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. Like totally. right, like yeah. SpongeBob. Yes. Like, <laughs> it is. See and 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 if you were to in this moment call SpongeBob a woman, I would have the exact same yeah, yeah. aggressive um offense. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. That. And it's I would never, right. I would sure. never dare at the summit call SpongeBob a woman. Um, <laughs> Squidward, on the other hand, do you think that Squidward well, that, is a man? Yes, I think there's room for debate there, and I think oh, it was weird to me too. I remember, like, wasn't it recently Nickelodeon was like. Happy Pride, oh, yeah. guess what? Spongebob's no gay. gay. It's like none of us, none of none us, us need to know. Need to know that. Yeah. A classic care. example of 
just don't speak in this yeah, moment. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, no like one will. You could have kept that to yourself, and now I'm like, does SpongeBob like finger himself? Does <laughs> like right? All of a now, sudden, now there's mm-hmm. questions about anatomy, logistics. Yeah, exactly. And Which it's is like, weird. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, these are also things that so so. Carly Ray Jepsen is mm-hmm. a Canadian citizen. Justin Trudeau told all kids that Canadian citizens it's time to come home about four months ago. Yeah. So we're to assume that Carly's somewhere, probably in Ontario. She's in Brampton at Giant She's Tiger. listening to this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. She, You say the word finger him. I wonder SpongeBob's fingering himself. You say those words. Mm-hmm. In Carly Ray Jepsen's mind, mm-hmm. nothing is happening. Right. She, there's no articulation of those words visually or substantially for her. Yeah. Do you think yeah. she yeah. is sitting with those words trying to visualize something or do you think she completely shuts down? <laughs> I think that like the cuz like she, like you start to say anything that like you know in that Black Mirror episode where things are blurred out, yeah. you start to say anything that's oh, sort right. of like on a list of like words <laughs> yeah. that you cannot in, interact engage with in any way and so yeah. go like Shut up. <laughs> that's, that's Until it. she sort of tires herself out and falls asleep. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Carly I love must, that. So she's kind of narcoleptic. She's kind of narcoleptic yes. in the sense where she if she has any reference she no, falls asleep. she does not experience a large percentage of most days. When no. you say when you say SpongeBob fingered himself, when Carly Rae thinks of fingering, she thinks of the literal guitar move. She's like they were oh, right. Playing that could be something play. definitely that could sort of ground yeah. her out mm-hmm. of a, a sort of dizzy spell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> ground her out of. So like she feels the dizziness coming on, and that's when she knows yeah. the sleep yes. is coming. That's exactly. So she visualizes um, a lanky white man. I'm assuming. Yeah. Floppy hair playing yeah. guitar. I'm not just like she's at back. like Sherway Gardens. Yes. <laughs> Why Sherway Gardens? <laughs> yeah. <Fuck> <laughs> <off>. <laughs> that riff was that little saxophone moment really absorbed the culture. It for, really did. And this is what I I think I came here to talk about today. It's this. It's there's something and I want and I don't and I have to be honest, I don't think we're going to get there today. I don't think we're going to meet our goal today, which is to determine why such a a, a truly a cartoon of a of a. Yes, a woman, not a literal one has got how such a woman, a person, a cartoon could garner the kind of feelings and commitment that I, I want to, I will go so far as to say the three of us have, um, with, you know, such a little apparent artistic intention. <laughs> yeah. You're right. We were not going to get that in the yeah. first week of the summit, I think. That's like no, week one, no. if I no. really think about it. Yeah. I will say... I think when Carly Rae Jepsen made bangs a mm-hmm. big part of her image, yeah. that's when a lot of people came on board Let's and were like, into we, it. we're here. Let's we can get sign into off. It. Have you yeah. heard that new song that's going viral? This black woman made a song called Not the Bay Yang. It's just no. her yelling. It's People will post a picture of themselves 
and it's just like her yelling, not the bayang, the bayang. Oh no, no. And that's how I always felt about Carly Rae's bangs. I hated them so much that I started to love them. They're very big. The iconic, you know, sitting under the um, emotion, you know, striped sweater. Mm-hmm. That's not a nice. That's not a nice thing to wear. <laughs> why was she wearing that on the? Co- that's why I said she shopped at H and M because why no, was she wearing that, that? That is an H and M Urban Outfitters sweater, and that's I will a sweater say that I I surely have. Yeah, we all have that sweater. We have First that. of all, I definitely mm-hmm. have two of those sweaters, and I will say when I think like the avatar of Carly Rae Jepsen that lives inside my head mm-hmm. is always wearing an H and M graphic tee mm-hmm. that's heather gray. With metallic stars, yes, you know what I mean, like that. and a V, 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 V neck, v, of course, definitely V neck, never ever a crew yeah. neck, always V neck. No, I saw her in uh, New York this past fall, and she was wearing for a large part of the show mm-hmm. a romper mm-hmm. that had white. It was black with white stripes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, white polka dots, mm-hmm. and um. Blue uh, cotton gloves that what? went to her elbows as a, like an outfit. Cotton. Like they cotton. looked and and you, as you know, at a concert you're not always quite close and you can't really yeah. see the details of an outfit. Yeah. They appeared to be dishwasher dishwashing gloves. They latex she cleaning gloves. Carly Rae Jepsen dresses like wow. a white girl from Brampton who has a black queer friend but they're both not cool like they both are not on tumblr they're not on twitter totally they love instagram and eat pray love right oh my god <laughs> this sounds like a very specific duo and i and, and, and yes, i think i know them personally actually. right and i think i, I went I think to cardio with them Truly. And we we think about all those things, right? And we're like, okay, yeah, what? Like, you know, I have such like uh, truly like um, visceral criticisms of her, and yet your type comes on to my playlist, and I feel things, yeah, that I cannot conjure up myself. Yeah, these are not superficial. These are not low hanging sort of feelings. It's like they, real. They come from a, a true place of yeah. pathos. <laughs> okay. Pathos. Yeah. The word pathos has okay. never, this is the first time it's this ever been said on the pod. I wish there was something we could ring. I like, know. I like, there has to be like an alarm or like a graphic or something. I'll just we'll go, have Aiden put We'll have Aiden put that in. Oh, yeah. Aiden will put it in. Absolutely. I, it's true. Like when I think about. What's that? What's is is all that? Is that what's the one that's like kind of yeah, all that, all that? The um, yeah, it's on um children's sketch show. Yes, <laughs> so all that the children's yeah. sketch show with uh, Jamie Lynn Spears <laughs> and Peter uh, Thompson is my yeah. favorite song off um, of Emotion. Twenty fifteen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emotion. Okay, but I will say that like she does make me like I I don't care about I never cared about prom. You know what I mean? Mm. But then I listen to an album like Emotions and I'm like, I wish I like went. You yeah. Know? Even a step further of yeah. I miss prom. Yeah. I miss prom oh, never yeah. went to. Yeah. And, and yet I'm, I'm here I am missing it. Yeah. yeah. Nostalgique. Yeah. Oh my God. Celeste. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> 
And you know what? She also, I don't, I never cared about gazebos, but I listened to, I listened to Carly and I'm like, I want to have a slow dance under a gazebo with little twinkly lights. You yes, know what? It's very twinkling lights. I love it's the, it's yeah. kind of the kind of twinkling lights that effects of you know light leaks that you could never achieve on your own. Mm-hmm. No, and like I did not put up those lights. Like those lights. Of course, were you were there. Be, of course not. No, oh. I would never set up anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna ask. So we usually ask people on the podcast like, where did you first discover Carly Rae Jepsen? Because right. we usually do older, like, artists, but with Carly Rae, I mean, she is technically, like, she's been around for a while now, um, but, like, I'm not going to ask you where you first heard her, because you've probably, like, we probably all heard the first song that was the most popular for, like, years. What was it? Um, um, oh, I Really maybe. Like You, Call Me Maybe, and then oh, I Really maybe. Like You was, I like, like sounds really similar to Call Me Maybe, though, and I remember, it's like, the exact same thing. I heard me, like, it sounds like Call Me Maybe, and they're, like, the exact no. same thing. It's the exact same, and they do that on purpose, though. Yeah, they're, like, remember? Yeah. Call, call Me Maybe, I think, yeah, definitely my first, Carly mm-hmm. Rae. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, songs like that, I also, like, kind of lump in with Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> that, like, there was, like, vitriol that, like, fueled the movement. That, yes. like, it was, like, people were, like, hate-fucking the songs. Yeah. Was, like, no, like, they're catchy songs. Like, you're allowed yeah. to just kind of like it. But people would, like, play it and be like, oh, look how stupid this song yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. are dedicating, like, three mm-hmm. minutes and 25 seconds to it, and we're all so having a blast. So who who are the fools here? Uh, that's really that, true. And yeah. also, Carly and Rebecca have both sustained mm-hmm. careers that have sort of t- gone to places mm-hmm. that would have been totally mm-hmm. unimaginable at the, yeah. the, the sort of heights of those, of that, you're right, that vitriol. Yeah. Rebecca Black, as we know, is, you know, a known lesbian now. Yeah. Ray, Ray Jepsen remains. Untouched. Yeah, she's never gonna have sex ever. She doesn't know where her vagina. Pure. (laughs) Know where her genitals are. She doesn't poop even. Like, there's nothing. I'd say she's akin to like. And it's a and it's a choice. It is a choice. Nobody made her do it. She decided. Yeah. When do you think she made that choice to never poop? Well, okay. I I want to sort of parlay this question to maybe a, a helpful um like temporal landmark which for me was the um do you remember in toronto when she played with the tso like had that symphony orchestra yeah play with yeah. her it was like an intimate mm-hmm. evening with carly ray jepson mm-hmm. and it like sold out in a minute immediately and <laughs> it was like just her i guess i didn't attend i had to a ticket and i had i couldn't go yeah and then but i remember it being this like i remember feeling like oh w- wait what's going on yeah <laughs> like do, wait a minute why do i want to go to this so badly yeah like i had to really look at myself also, like i feel like people are obsessed with doing stuff like that like putting like orchestra music like with pop mm-hmm. just because it doesn't mean it's gonna like elevate my experience like what yeah. if I want it to be stupid and actually not yeah, yeah. Rihanna right. did that um a bunch uh what's his name has done that a rapper has done that before I can't remember his name right now but it feels like that's a very recent trend like within the last five yeah 
Yeah. Right. It's like maybe I don't want this to fit into the institution. And yeah. Maybe this is the last sacred thing that we have. Yeah, I don't like I wouldn't that. say that that's the case with what happened with Carly. I think she just <laughs> genuinely was like, it would be fun. Like, yeah, I don't think she thought it would legitimize for me to. Well, yeah, I, I, I think that there was some interrogation that needed to happen. Mm, okay. And okay. I, I'm glad for that. Okay. Lot of, of, uh, what were you saying, Celeste? Maybe they should keep that in. It's like it's like our children will look back. It's true. Let's archive this. Think, yeah. This is um this is like definitely photos of protesters in masks. Like that is the equivalent, like archival yeah. like um importance of what just happened. Yeah, Zoom kicking us off of a meeting is I think it is of the times. People yeah. don't know what the fuck this was ten years from now. I think it we're doing we're doing real work. We really are. Um, zoomers. I, you know what? Technically, I, I think I am a zoomer. Are you a zoomer? You're a zoomer, Ben. Am I? I'm on the cusp uh, of Gen Z and millennial. Me so too. I, okay. I was born in 2003. Okay. Like, call me. <sighs> you were not. <laughs> <laughs> I if you were two thousand fifteen, that's oh, I okay. Like, I was twelve were... when emotion came out. Mm-hmm. At the time mm-hmm. in the gay community, mm-hmm. it was everything to us. Oh, you know what I miss the most about the gay community? What do you miss the most about the gay community? Everything, like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all yeah. of it, all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every every shade, every mm-hmm. dark little moment. The Gladstone. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, no hate to the Gladstone. I did go to a Carly Rae Jepsen dance party at, at the Gladstone. And, and again, this there was a, a true Carly Rae industrial complex yeah. over this city. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, unfortunately not in Toronto right now, but there in that city. Yeah, in that city for years yeah and i would argue it probably still remains and i mean and there was wasn't there like a free didn't she do like a nathan like something at nathan phillips square she did she did a free show she did what what, i mean what is going on no one in my my day when i was um because you were 12 at that time celeste Mm -hmm. when i was that age you know Mm -hmm. what it was all about i remember that there was a free I think it was like a met, like I feel like it was metric. Yeah, like metric. totally. Metric was the one where it's like, did you like every weekend? It was like, there's yeah, like a metric show. Yeah, every yeah. weekend. And Nathan Phillips and down with Webster. And yeah, down with Webster and the Sheepdogs. Those were like the three bands that were always doing free. You know what? I have to say, I actually saw, mm-hmm. and it, it must have been 2015. Mm-hmm. I saw Carly. She was only playing like two shows. Oh no, no, this was, she was on tour. Oh, okay, her, her Canadian dates were both as an opener for some reason for oh. Headley. Wait, that's really oh, fucked God. up. You're kidding. And so I went with a friend who had like, who got like a Groupon deal for this Headley concert. We had the biggest beers I've ever had in my life at, at the ACC. They were, you know, $45 each. And I got so drunk and absolutely loved her set. Thought that she was like, I just was so, again, just so happy to be hearing the music. And then 
Hadley came and and also during like during her song, we were the only people there who knew she, who she was. Everybody else was like in a family or like uh, I don't know what was marketing. No, what what's Hadley's fan base like? It was real you know? a real hodgepodge, but again, it was like Groupon energy. And she played to absolute silence except for me and my friend. And then we left after you know she did I don't know, five to six songs, and it it was. And then, and then it was there. So there was that time in Toronto, and then, like an upset, you know, the, like the symphony orchestra, the par- the gay dance parties, the free Nathan Phillips. I, so I just, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to paint yeah. a picture here, and there's just, there's real, there's really no clear path. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand how it happened. You know, and, what? and I can't describe it even to this day, having experienced it. I think, I think they really set her up for failure by pairing her with Headley. The literally her fan base and Headley are just two separate circles. They do not intersect. In fact, they're separated by seven different C's. Like, I think that that, that would, they set her up for failure with that. But also what, what, while you were talking, it reminded me of something that I thought a few years ago when I first, when Carly Rae first came out, I really didn't like her. I didn't care about her. It took me a while to actually even listen to Emotion. When I did, I loved it. But I think it's because gay people, queer people, just naturally like something that's a bit wonky. Something that's a bit... Yeah. And, and <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very an underdog. Something suffering. Yeah. Something in need of attention and yeah. help and care. Whoa. In order to reach its full potential. Absolutely. Yeah. We feel that we can fix Carly. Yeah. Yeah. We feel that there is always room to grow that there are always more lessons to learn there are always more eggs to fry thank you that's a phrase yeah homework keep going after school more more every day is a school day i am here i not in toronto i am queer and i am for an inexplicable reason Mm-hmm. Obsessed with Carly Rae Jepsen. Jepsen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Every day is a school day, and Celeste is obsessed with Carly Rae Jepsen. Do you know what it is for me? As I, of well? course, I of course it was the speaker of that was the gay community. Yes, it, it was. It was and the I gay community that was clear in my delivery. <laughs> I think I think the listeners will know and appreciate. But I think yeah, Carly Rae is definitely that girl who was not uncool, but people were kind of like, okay what's wrong with Carly in high school? And she really liked to sing and she could carry a tune, but it was like, Carly, you're insane. I, that's the vibe. I I think Canada's relationship with Carly and like a lot of artists in general, like Celeste was saying, I think Canada prides ourselves. I guess I am after all uh, a Canadian. I bleed white and red and (laughs) 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 thank you. And I think Canada sees themselves as like if Canada's like the new kid at school and the popular table is like come sit with us. Canada's mm-hmm. like no, I'm gonna sit with the nerd reading a book and I'm gonna yeah. ask how their day was because no one else. Oh. Does. You know what I mean? I I love this interpretation, right? Mm. So so what? So uh, wait, let me get, let me see if that. Yeah. I'm gonna try to speak back to you what I'm receiving. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you feel that there is a. There's a certain virtuosity, a certain sanctimoniousness mm-hmm. to yeah. how we are approaching Carly Rae Jepsen. There, there's a, there's a, there's almost like a, 
a pride in how absolutely messy and 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 <laughs> nonsensical yeah her yeah. career has been yeah. yeah for us because we we were committed to that we we want to go off the yeah it would be too easy that first for us to cling on to someone who has sexual appeal yeah yes intrinsic musical talent yeah. who is who is uh pushing any kind of social or political yeah. boundary in any yeah. way one who has a specific identity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I, I agree, yeah. Matt. You, yeah. You. you like, it's it liberalism. Mm. Canada. Yeah. Canada doesn't. Canada likes to make it a little bit hard. Canada wants. Canada wants us to do a little bit more work, mm. and instead of uplifting, uh, gorgeous model esque, sexual vixens, we're like, yeah. no, give the plucky one a yeah. shot. And see what they make of their platform, and we're going to stand by them, kind of. You know, the last hot girl that Canada put on and really celebrated was Shania Twain. <gasps> Abba, absolutely. I feel like that's the last, the last And even then, then I feel like, I feel like Canada, I don't know, maybe, not my Canada, but some, I feel like a lot of Canada does not claim Shania fiercely. You know what I mean? She's like Canadian. I, I mean, she's definitely, she's Canadian- icon but i feel like we're we're more like celine you know what i mean yeah because she and she's a bit like eh, like she's like she's she's and like she's zany. 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 yeah right yeah. but carly yeah, is, is not zany but uh, it's like because i feel that maybe the comparison between shania and celine it's like celine is so um sort of like offensively canadian yeah like kind of like in your face yeah. about it yeah it's yeah the accent it's the uh, hair <laughs> hair. Canadian hair her hair, her hair obnoxiously uh, canadian and her face yeah. and sort of her, <laughs> it is her face her her spirit yeah but in a way that shania it's not like the first thing people say about shania is oh they you know yes or can this canadian yeah. celebrity she's yeah the country if anything, yeah, right. she's always country first. despite her canadian-ness you know what i mean yeah my question though for the for the room is mm-hmm. it, the zoom room mm-hmm. is that true of Car- where does carly sort of fall on that spectrum because i actually mm. i don't know mm. i i think that she actually is relevant as a as a pop Mm-hmm. star mm-hmm. but it's not like she's ever going to i, I don't know i don't know I, mm-hmm. I, she doesn't have like a yeah. critical acclaim and she mm-hmm. isn't main like really she is a tv know. actress for pop mm-hmm. music does that make mm-hmm. sense like yeah. she's a rachel bilson you know what i mean yeah she's like a cw actress but for music it's like it, she'll it, never it, be. It, yeah. She'll never be performing at the Baftas. <laughs> and I hope she. No, does. you're right. She'll she never. Is, she's not gonna go overseas. No, she's not gonna no. have. She's not gonna. Yeah. Uh, there's no. There's not gonna be a European knockoff T-shirt with, yeah. with Carly Rae Jepsen's face on yeah. it with emotion spelled wrong on it. Yeah. <laughs> I really and you know what? Thank you for mm-hmm. clarifying so much mm-hmm. for me here today, Ben. Because thank you. Th- this I, is actually uh, very helpful. You've just articulated something that's that I, I don't think I would have been able to do independently and haven't been. Well, that's what comments and, yeah. literally for is for yeah. Like, yeah. of the minds. Yeah. For mm-hmm. these ideas back. That's and why forth. we rec- we created this podcast. Yeah. Right. Be yeah. it resolved that 
Ms. Ray Jepsen mm-hmm. is a TV actor. Yeah. For pop music. Absolutely. Oh my god. I feel so comfortable with that statement. I really am like I say a lot of stinkers on here, a lot of stuff that really doesn't land. But no. this is where I'm like, Ben, you kind of cracked it. Ben, everything you say, and I will, yeah, you you welcome visibility. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a rare, rare thing to feel. Yeah. yeah. Actually, in this moment, do perceive Ben. Okay. <laughs> do watch Ben's tummy. Circle. My yeah. tummy Let's circle. circle. My tummy circle. Was that recorded? Do well listeners know what we're referring to? My tummy, my what tummy circle? There's just oh, actually yeah. I mean, is there one now? I love it when you wear that wonky little shirt. Know, but it is damp. It is, is it damp? damp? Okay. There seems to be a sort of change in hue. Yeah. yeah. Hue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a dark gray shirt, so it's kind of I like it. I like that it shows you little collarbones. Adorable. You, you know what I like? Is sometimes I like to remind myself that I have chest hair. I'm like, what are you doing in there? What are you doing in there? Um, Celeste, before you go, you all. What's your? Sorry, I was going to ask about (laughs) chest hair, but please, please do. We we don't have to get into it. Let's get into the chest. You can ask me one question about my chest. (laughs) One. You. You. Sometimes like to not have it. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. I really regret not asking. I, okay, go go ahead. Go ahead. I, know I was gonna of... ask about the texture of it, but okay. Well, I'm actually more curious. But okay. So here's the here's the thing. I used because I'm a hairy I'm a hairy person. I have hairy you arms, are. hairy legs, yeah. and I used to not like it. And at one point, I think I was like 17. I even shaved my arms. And it wait, was, it was terrible, no. terrible, terrible. I did it. <laughs> And it was not fun. I had great shame about it. And then I would wear long sleeve shirts. And then as a result, my arms wouldn't breathe. So I got all these ingrown hairs on my room. It was a moment. So then after that, I was just like, every hair on my body, I'm going to love. And yeah. my chest hair, I do not trim, which I think I should because sometimes I pull a hair. And it's literally like this big. I kid you not, long, 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 like long chest hair. And long, 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 long. Up to like my neck Your and neck? pull hairs from my neck, and nothing to me feels more than I'm like ripping out a vein from my neck. It feels so oh. the skin there is so the chest area. So sensitive. Like sensitive. Your decollete. Yeah. So much sense. That's where everything yeah. vital is. Yeah. Yes. In the chest. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I have to sort of fill in the visual experience of what has just Please. happened. Oh. Um for the listener, yes. Abba was writhing that entire <laughs> They absolutely could not contain themselves. They, they, they were like, they like couldn't, they were simultaneously disgusted and so um, enamored yeah. and endeared. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because of the same, I was sort of feeling a similar sympathy. And also the length mm-hmm. of the hair that you described, mm-hmm. Ben, was very long unimaginable yeah. i mean it was it, what what 12 inches at, at 18 least? maybe <laughs> okay no i mean anywhere between 12 and 18 was what you showed to the camera really big oh, it was really long sure. and you know what i think i think i don't know if that's good or bad because some some <laughs> people just mm-hmm. here i see them like they don't like shave but they trim it in a way that like okay yeah not bushy but like 
whatever. Do whatever you want. Do whatever I you think, want. I think also, okay, I'm going to say something a bit controversial. Oh, don't get canceled. Again. I'm And Aiden, be ready to edit this out. <laughs> I Have your cursor at the ready. Have your cursor at the ready. I, I like chest hair on mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. But I only like lots to medium chest hair or like okay. none. But when okay. people have like a little bit, I'm yeah. like, come on, like, get it out of Describe there. Describe a little bit. What is a little kind bit? Of, like, a couple of hairs, like sparsely placed around the nipples. It's just like, mm-hmm. would it kill you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah putting yeah, a little yeah. effort here. Yeah, yeah. After all I've done. After, after all, all I've done. Here. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I feel that. I agree. I feel the same way. But I mean, what you feel that way about hair too, Abba, on another person? About chest hair, I have a little bit of chest hair, and I have to. I'm sorry, it's like not enough to like justify keeping it. It's like a little bit of chest hair around my little nippies and right in the middle, and I just have to pluck the few strands because it like it's visible enough that like if somebody were to see it, they'd be like, "What the fuck is the point?" Like you know, I get I get like random long black hairs, and I love that this is what the podcast has turned into. By the way. I yeah. love it. I get these. I get these long black hairs on like my shoulders or yeah. back, and it's like it's not enough hair for me to be like, oh, I have a hairy back now. Embrace it. It's yeah. like I have to remove them. You have to maintain. Like, it looks all. like you don't right. care. Yeah. Knowing that Aiden's cursor is so already sort of hovering, just I mean, kind of ready to engage at any moment. I, I will be editing <laughs> it. So <laughs> I do also want to ask about pubic hair if, if we're on topic and sort of what sort of the room's opinions are about pubic hair if you wherever you're comfortable to share how do you feel about it on you how do you feel about it on other people I just want to check in because I feel that I haven't in a while and I kind of feel a bit untethered no I love this how about you go first I I love personally if I never had to shave my pubic hair again I wouldn't the issue is that son of a bitch gets so tangled that I cannot access the crevice of my vagina. <laughs> it actually is like at, at this point a barrier. To yeah, entry. it like interlocks like this. Mm-hmm. And so I very much it's agree. keeping the powerful in, yeah. and it's and and it's not letting. <laughs> it's not letting anything. It out. isn't willing to redistribute any resources. Exactly. Abba's vagina is unwilling. It's unwilling. And so I have to mm-hmm. I have to trim the little vajay every mm-hmm. every few weeks. But no, that's a lie. Every damn week. That okay. If I could ask God one question, I would ask, why does my <laughs> pussy hair grow faster than the hair on my head? Right? What? My pussy what? hair faster. Perfect, like so and, and wait, were you to just leave it mm-hmm. untouched, let's say for a calendar year? What sort of would be like? Is there a maximum to? Oh, honey, what you're I, saying to me doesn't resonate actually at all. I would simply become pubic hair if I did not <laughs> trim my pubic hair for a year. You, you would never need a seat again. I would never. I would no. just be a ball of pubic hair. Like it would encompass my entire body. It would like, yeah. It would like become it a. Would be like Abba's wearing just like stunning faux fur gown <laughs> and it's gorgeous. It's just pussy it's hair. pubes. It would look like a goddamn yeah. It would look. You're right. It would look like a gown. It would descend. <laughs> it would just it would cascade. It would cascade. I but love. It's very straight. I, also, so that's I, another issue. I like. I like mm-hmm. my own pubic hair. I must say, mm-hmm. I 
do trim in the sense where it's like mm-hmm. it's like you just like to maintain like kind of like a healthy shape yeah. around the penile organ. Yes. And sure. and I really ah oh, this is so gross. I'm like I'm excited. I, I've heard like many people with penises say this is like oh you trim your pubes and like mm-hmm. makes your dick look bigger. Yeah. No, it, it actually does not. <laughs> you know, it really doesn't. I, like it looks, and I've because. Because people who trim their pubes, and it's like yeah. when it's a, it's like sometimes they add like a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Like I like it like a natural right. kind it's of. It's like action. an optical illusion at that yeah. point where yeah, it, it exactly. actually sort of makes their, it makes it look like there is more hair, less dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even like the dick then takes on like an uncanny shape because of like the framing around. Right. It's frightening actually. Stabilizing. It really is. It interferes at that point. It becomes a kind of a character of its own. Yeah. I, I would love to know too like the citation just aesthetically for like that hair being smaller would make your dick look yeah i just kind of am not understanding the physics of that just like in terms of Mm -hmm. it seems to me more of a framing issue rather than a sort of perspective it's change picture like truly a picture frame yeah sometimes Mm -hmm. it'll be like that's how people envision like it's like it needs to be framed so it's like you literally will see like yeah, well, it'll like bring out different much. colors sort of ah, image. Yes, exactly. Right. A red frame sort of it brings out the cool colors. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is the photograph matte? Is it glossy? Is it matte? Is it <laughs> yeah, that's actually a valid question yeah. about pubic hair. Is your pubic hair matte or is it glossy? Oh, mine's definitely oh. glossy. Glossy? Mine is glossy too. Celeste, is yours glossy? Mine mine is. Well, I, I hesitate to say because it is a definitely a different texture than my head hair. Mm-hmm. But my head hair is glossy, and then I would yeah. also sort of be inc- inclined to say that my pubic hair is also glossy, but mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it has a sort of um, a- angular fold in mm-hmm. a way that my head hair, as everyone knows, mm-hmm. is quite circular in its fold it's it waves it very wavy very right. thick and wavy yeah. but i would say that the that the, the the lining pattern of my pubic hair is more of a zigzag like, formation I lo- I i'm that. truly picturing it's geometric <laughs> I'm literal zigzag line like yeah, drawn like, like a simpsons character and yeah exactly it's like, <laughs> it's like homer simpson's like one thing of hair <laughs> yeah. i hear many of those sort of between my legs <laughs> And fully grown. Yeah, fully which grown. Which is, by the way, how I keep my pubic hair. Nice. Also, I will do a trim sometimes, but just mm. more for of a... I'm not going for a specific shape, really. Just yeah. kind of to just kind of mm. keep everything organized. Oh, yeah. yeah. I even just have something to do, if I'm honest. Like, right. And I'm just like, well, right. why not? I will say, as far as my my bum is concerned and my yeah. hole for that matter yeah, and this is, which is quite this is hairy what I, want to get to. <laughs> I will never it's like i know i know some gays who like will get their mm-hmm. whole like bleached wax, bleached wax yeah, and just get it all done but my bum is so hairy and my legs are so hairy that like it would look so weird there would be a, a scary framework happening mm. of just like hair and then oh, like, like just like full screen <laughs> one perfect one perfect. Wait, wait, wait. but but wouldn't there be a sort of nice um 
visual poetry to the sort of circle on your stomach <laughs> and then oh. sort of turn you around yeah. and see a kind of yes. well then now those those are in conversation and you're trying to tell a story yeah so yeah these visual motifs could be working in my favor yeah i have never looked at my body that way but now i'm going to yeah well it's just something to, it's something to sort of chew on <laughs> if that's what yeah, I'm no. definitely gonna chew on the circles of my body. Uh, if, 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 if the front and back. But I, the only thing about my my bum hairs is, yeah. let's say if anything is exiting that area, yeah. whether it be poo, yeah, a D, mm-hmm. yeah, a toy, whatever, yeah. the hairs pulling out, mm. sort of like a hair will catch, and like that mm. can feel uncomfortable, and yeah, it feels like someone's literally. Pulling, your pulling on your bum bum hair. Of course. Yeah. Well, Abba and our and our friend, and I hope this is okay to disclose, we're, we're just talking about how you're po- one of the first quarantine things you're sort of ready to do, yeah. post-quarantine things you're ready to do is to get your assholes waxed. And I yeah. thought that that actually was something wow. really grounding to kind of look forward to yeah. as we <laughs> kind of descend into absolute dread. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely, I have, yeah, it, it is definitely like, I'll say right now, my butthole hair, I have not waxed or even touched in a decade. I can't reach it. I'm not going to reach it. When other people have reached it, they've commented, your hair is very thin, which means that they have to wax it many more times than if my hair were thick. So I, th- yeah. I don't think well, it would be the other way around. No, when your hair yeah, is thick, when it's thick and like coarse, it can catch onto the wax very quickly and very right. easily. Oh, that makes sense. That does make more yeah. sense. But if it's thin, and it, it, and it, yeah. it snatches right from the root. But if it's like like thin, like almost baby right. hair, it's like you have to kind of do more. Okay. I really think that we are not talking enough about the relationship between head hair and yeah in pubic thank you sorry sorry the actual scientific is yeah. assholic hair <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i i'm thinking about this and i hope also this is okay to share and of course we'll never know mm. um the answer but because two of my friends independently yeah Again, if you're listening to this, don't tell them that I'm talking about this. Yeah. Have head lice and pubic lice <laughs> at the same time. Oh, no. Both are gay and and of opposite genders. One is a woman, yeah, in a true sense, yeah, and a, not a Taylor, man. Ray J- no, yeah. not in that a sort of a woman born not Taylor, not Taylor <laughs> woman, yeah, and and, uh, <laughs> and the other one is a man, yeah. And they both have different kinds of lice, and and there was a yeah. sort of moment there of like, are they did something? Yeah. <laughs> what happened here? Yeah. Or just what I you know I came in with questions. I didn't yeah. come in with any uh, assumptions. I just yeah. said, what happened? What happened here? Season, just want to learn. season four of The Sinner will actually be about what happened on that day. Oh my god! Exactly. You're right. Let me. As it turns as it turns out, the species are completely different. That's There's no so similarity the at all pubic and hair lice oh and, and like yeah, yeah apparently, apparently it's billions of years ago you mm. know they were the same and they've, they've have since evolved. evolved into into two exactly different so 
I mean, even if one of them were to have gone down in the other, yeah, ki- kissed the head of another, yeah, it wouldn't like it damn. wouldn't have. It doesn't give us. It doesn't get us any further than where we are. Do you okay. think? Do you think Carly Ray has pubic hair? I think that <laughs> she is basically totally smooth. smooth. Yep, all over, and oh. any kind of um detail on her body is mm-hmm. painted mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the the hair on her body she's used for her bangs that <gasps> bulky fucking bang yes. <laughs> she donated she donated to her own from head. her leg to her forehead that's absolutely what happened oh my god that's where her hair went and we should all be so savvy. We all we all should. We all should just think we should all work smarter, not harder. And that's what Carly Rae did. Yeah. When Oh, and here yeah. we are, you know, patronizing whatever mm. however it is she lives her private life to sort mm-hmm. of lead her to but e I'm so certain of the of the, you know, absolute blindness with which we we care about for her mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if we found out tomorrow mm-hmm. that she you know, there was something, you know, that she had no yeah, biological constitution and that yeah. she were a painted figure. Like, we would be <laughs> totally on board. Yeah. Yeah. And we would find a way. Yeah. We have stretched our imagination so far yeah. just to justify who she is. You are fucking right. If somebody told me that she was actually a hallucination, a collective hallucination of the nation of Canada... I would fucking believe it and I would continue to listen to her music. What's that like the Mandela effect? It's like the Carly yeah. Rae. We're experiencing the Carly Rae effect in full force. Yeah. Where I'd, I'd love, you know what needs to happen mm-hmm. for us to really crack if she's real or not? Mm-hmm. Every gay in Canada, every mm-hmm. queer person needs to be isolated in an mm-hmm. interrogation room. And mm-hmm. we need to like, we need to tell the interviewer, whoever, yeah, like what Carly Rae Jepsen looks like to us, what their music sounds like, and I guarantee you, we're all gonna have completely nowhere close. Some people think Carly Rae is fucking black. Some people think she's goddamn Asian. Some yes. people think she's a man. Like, there's just it's different. My Carly Rae Jepsen is definitely a man. I'll say yeah. that right okay. now. Okay, okay, mine is blog. mine is uh, non-binary. Mine, oh, is, nice. mine is a more of an oral understanding of something that happened years and years and years ago. And at that point, society was so sort of, uh, it, 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 nothing, it doesn't really make sense to use the kind of indicators again that we know now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's sort of, sure, okay, it could be a person, it could be, you know, more of an idea, it could yeah. be, you know, a, a, a feeling, yeah. yeah. And ne- nevertheless, it yeah. would be like, you know, she wears blue gloves that are made of cotton from H&M for, fa- for like, for, for fashion reasons. For fashion. And listener, let it be known that when uh, Celeste said blue gloves, and every time they have said blue gloves so far, they show us their arm. <laughs> yeah, you they, have. They gesticulate down their arm <laughs> to show us that that's where the glove goes. <laughs> And, and and let me ask you this: Can't you picture exactly what they look like? Absolutely, Absolutely. fucking yes, like to oh. a T. Thanks, you're cute. Yeah. I was a little bit lost before. Yeah, it's a good cue, and I think it's no problem. Thank well, that's something that that 
the legend of Carly has given to me and I have mm-hmm. a responsibility to share with others. Oh my God. Are you a prophet? Are you a Carly prophet? Would you say so? I would say that I know a prophet. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're not yeah. close, but I yeah. know them pretty well. Okay. I feel a closeness okay. to them, but okay. they're sort of like in my circle. Mm. I definitely don't have any prophets in my circle, in my pod. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a prophet would probably steer clear of me. Okay. I don't think a prophet would ever have any interest in knowing me. However, okay. yes, I do believe that I can see Carly's future. Okay. And she's going to be like a host of a Canadian baking show. Oh, for a fucking show. Oh, we would love that. Yeah. 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 I nailed it for Canada starring yeah. uh, Carly Rae. The yeah. hilarious Carly Rae Jepsen. The hilarious. I've never I heard of She Carly Rae Jepsen, she was once a guest judge on So You Think You Can Dance. And it became like for like one episode. And then the episodes following, mm-hmm. or I think one of the episodes, like Jesse Tyler Ferguson was a yeah. judge after. And yeah. he was like, he like made a joke about how Carly Rae Jepsen was a bad judge. And everyone laughed. And I was like, what do they know that we don't? Because he was like, I'm, because she was the judge before and she yeah. was like a bad guest judge, but yeah. she didn't have a lot to say. And then yeah. Jesse Tyler Ferguson was yeah. like, Oh, I'm gonna keep it short. I'm gonna Carly Rae Jepsen it, and then went on oh, to the sure. note, and then everyone laughed, and I was like, "Oh my god!" LOL. I'm an enemy of the so you think you can dance community. People love to drag Canadians. Like they drag Nickelback all the time. Honestly, Carly Rae Jepsen is the Nickelback of like gays who like pop. I and like I feel that for for her. Like I just really can't picture her like speaking at all like her voice like to me i don't know what her voice sounds like it's really hard for me to understand that she was in person speaking somewhere yeah isn't my carly that's my carly Carly, not my carly (laughs) her hair i feel like does the same thing yeah to the canadian culture that chad kruger's hair does like they kind of serve the same purpose for me and they're both two pays they're both two pays her, so what happened, what happened was her pubic hair and her body hair was shaved off, and then they made yeah. it into this bulky bang, and she clips it on every morning. <laughs> That's how her bang I'm works. just picturing, like, a team of assistants ironing out her pubic hair. <laughs> ironing them out. They're I'm all like, like where are those things, those, um, those sewing tapestry, those big, <laughs> you know what I mean? Those big, what are they called? A loom? A, a loom? <laughs> yeah. A loom yeah. a little bit? They have one of those for her pubic hair. For her pubic hair. And it's a bunch of um it's an it's a bunch of um old, old Italian women in Milan. Yeah. And they're just working, working where their their older acidic hands are just rapidly yeah. making her pubic bangs. It, it is it is that. And actually we disclosed her secret, so we probably will be getting a cease and desist soon. But before then, Celeste, what's your favorite Carly Ray song? Oh. Um You know, you see it, and I'm flooded. Like, uh, <laughs> as you know, I love her so much, and it, I know that that is shocking. Yeah. yeah. Um. W- well, I think th- this era, Carly. Mm. I think the song "Want You in My Room" is so good. Okay. Nice. But I think all time, it has to be. I love all so many. Mm. I think it does have to be though. Um, your type. Your oddly. type. Okay, that's fair. I like that. Ben, what about you? 
Okay, this is kind of bold because it's not all promotion. Uh, it's not okay. all set up. But I love, I love for sure. For sure. Last, okay. I think the um, last song. No, the last song is "Party for One" on the album. The second, mm-hmm. I think, it's like the second last song. But I love that song, and you know why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because the first time, because I think the first lyric is her being like six in the morning, and okay. the first time I heard it, it was in the morning. Not Aww. at six. I don't wake up that early. Beautiful. Yeah, it was at eleven. Like that. That is a good eleven. <laughs> of the depth of, of, of her writing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the morning and that is like so true that's it's the morning actually for carly yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um i my favorite carly song i'd say is definitely cut to the feeling oh the- that's oh. a really good one okay. the first time i heard it i was like what the fuck and then before i knew it i was like i wanna get like i was going off in my best like queer life <laughs> that's a really fun song to dance to yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I miss Carly. Yeah, I hope she's doing well. If I may, I think what you miss is dancing. Oh, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're, they, they sometimes they come close. They edge up against each other. They do. They do. Well, Celeste, thank you so much for doing this interview. It's a long time coming. I'm so excited we finally got to talk, and especially about Carly Ray. Like, honestly. It's been a long time people. coming for I'm like yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited that we finally got to talk about her. So I really appreciate you being here. And for the listeners, where can we find you? Yeah. Um, I am on Twitter as Celestrogen and I'm also on Instagram as Celestrogen. And a lot of people think that that is, is a handle that is me being a fan of Seth Rogan and it's actually not right. <laughs> Oh really my god, funny. like Celeste Rogan? Oh my god. Really it finally <laughs> happened recently, like kind of right before quarantine, that yeah. I was booked on a show and yeah. my name on the bill said Celeste Rogan. And so that's I was really sort funny. of on a campaign to kind of clear that up and just kind yeah. absolutely. Listeners, kind of if you're our lawyers again, we have Google Alerts for all our guests. So if yeah. we see you tagging Celeste as anything, yeah. Um, but Celestium or Celestrogen, we yeah, right. will send. You'll be hearing from us. You'll be hearing. Oh, from us. more than that, you're gonna get. You're gonna get subpoenaed. Yeah. Oh. What does that mean? And not I just by nothing, also by the stoners. Yeah. yeah. By the lawyers that we have there. And Michael. Yeah. Rogan, who was also Canadian and who was doing oh. the TPC announcements for a bit. I hated those. Oh, when he did the subway announcement? Yeah, his voice is disgusting. He shouldn't have done that. He sounds like a bong. (laughs) Exactly. Ain't it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Zoom is telling us we have less than a minute left. So all right. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for clarifying so much for me. Yeah. Thank thank you you for coming to the summit. Um, Mm -hmm. again, this is a monthly summit, so expect to find us back. Yeah, here in yeah, Geneva, we'll um, here in Geneva, Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, um, we were allowed to travel for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. private. PJ, an honor. You got a PJ baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a PJ baby. So Thank you, man. You have to riff too, Celeste. You have to riff. <clears throat> That was cute. The zoom is gonna happen. Yeah, can I pick up this?
Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Beth. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.